It's a Sunday night here in Toronto on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And tonight we are going to hear from three of the only Latin voices in Canadian comedy right now. It's Cinco de Mayo right now, tonight, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Cinco de Mayo. Cinco and we're de Mayo. talking Latin comedy tonight. We're bringing the Latin heat tonight. And here's the thing we have a panel of three of, really, I think three of Canada's only Latin comics. There, is, there are on some, the other ones, but, some other ones. But there are some other ones, but we don't know about them much. Who they are. Yeah. Uh, well, there is my girl, Monica Garrido, mm. who does uh, mostly bodies and bad times. She does sketch. She's done stand-up, but I think she's concentrating on, on sketch, and she's she's very funny. And mm. we have uh, other ones that are amateurs, but I don't remember. We basically kind of, like, murder them. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for those listening, that voice you are hearing, of course, is a returning friend of the show, Martha Chavez. We also have Marito Lopez back in studio with us tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, uh, little, A.K.A. Little Poppy, <laughs> A.K.A. Little Sloppy. <laughs> Papi Marito Lopez uh, the, is the child of Jennifer, of course. Um, yeah. yeah. She had him out of wedlock yeah. when she was playing Selena <laughs> That's with a little gangster. Marito has the Selena shirt yes. on I do. today. That's why I have a big butt. JLo is my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and first don't time. Get, don't get fooled by the rocks. The rocks that he's got. The rocks that Marito's got. got. Mario, Mario from the block. <laughs> and still. we have Ricardo Mejias in studio with us for the first time ever. Yes. First time on the show, Thank right? You. Welcome. Yeah. Central yeah. America Thanks. represents. Guys, guys, come on. Stop it. Not Central, the cla- claps. Central America represents. We no. are all from Central America. I'm South America. Oh, yeah, you're from Chile. Yeah, Chile. I'm Chile. the Chilean sensation. Oh, yeah, you're the Chilean sensation. So we have what we're representing tonight. We have Chile, yeah. Nicaragua, Nicaragua, El Salvador. Salvador. El Salvador. Nicar- yeah. Nicaragua, Guatemala. I am 50. 50-50, Nicaragua, Guatemala. Well, and here's the thing. We were kind of talking about this when we met up before the show, how there really isn't, I mean, for the three of you working in stand-up, and Martha, you really were one of the first ones, if not the first one. The first one. You know, in Canadian stand-up. Because yeah. if you go to the States, obviously there's a huge sort of Latin American comedy scene. Even then, it's a little bit suppressed. But in Canada, there's really no one else really doing what you guys are doing There, right there now. is no other headliners. There really can, isn't. That, that, I, that I mean touring headliners like us. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't know why I attributed that, that in, the, in the United States, the, the Latin community is a lot bigger. Yeah. Like uh, the, the concentration of Latin comedians in the United States is in uh, New York. And Los Angeles, where there is a lot of Latin people. Yeah. In Canada, we are more dispersed. Sper- like I started comedy in Montreal, where Latinos speak French. The the, the immigrants speak French. Right. So uh, there was not uh, really Latin public coming to my shows. Yeah, you don't have this automatic built-in audience that you can go and play to, and the, these are my people, and they get to mm-hmm. see you reflected on stage. It's like that doesn't. That's not really here in Canada. No. Um, in my ex- but I want to let the other ones the other ones talk to but in my experience in my experience the Latinos love comedy there are amazing comedians for from uh, South America there are amazing comedians from Colombia mm-hmm. they are masters mm-hmm. of, of uh, physical comedy raconteurs yeah but uh, stand-up is a very new art mm. 
in South America. And for you, I mean, growing up in Nicaragua before you came here, what was what was even what was your exposure to comedy? How did this even None. get into your life? I or mean, I mean, I was exposed to comedy there, but uh, not to stand up comedy until I came to Canada. I started watching and, and liking stand up comedy, and I didn't start doing comedy until I was here about seventeen years. You know. And what made you first do that? Like what? It wasn't a thing that was in your life up until that point, really, right? Oh, it's a long story, but let the boys talk, and then I'll tell <laughs> well, you. Find no, out but it's cool, though. What yeah. brought them to the table, okay, too, so for sure. How did I, did I start? I um, I wanted to work. I, I was passionate about, about comedy. I loved Robin Williams. I loved the festival was in Montreal. And um, and uh, I want I I met the dent I used to be a dental assistant, but the dentist went back to Chile. He was a Chilean dentist, and he had trained me. I worked with him six years. He had trained me, but when he sold the practice, I didn't have a diploma, so I couldn't yeah. continue working with a new dentist. So I was in between jobs, and I saw a. Uh, a commercial for taking uh, stand-up classes. And the teacher was Andy Newman, the CEO of Just for Love. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, Andy, thank you. <laughs> 20 years, 25 years later, your prediction has not come true. <laughs> I am not a big star. I'm a star, but not a big one, huge one. <laughs> That's a funny way to get into stand-up in the first place, especially in Canada, going, I need a job. Stand-up comedy seems like a no, logical... No, <laughs> no, I, I, I was a translator, and I was uh, working with the Expos, yeah. Latin American wives. I, I was there. Con, I I would I would take them to the doctor to to <laughs> the park to, because they didn't speak English or French. So I worked with the Latin American wives of the baseball players. That's and, amazing. That and I, cool. and I was funny, and people kept telling me, "Why don't you try?" When you, I didn't want this to be a job, I, I I took the the workshop to be more loose when I right. took my people on tours. Yeah, you know. But then the graduation was a show. And then it's like a, a spy, like a snake beat me forever. That's uh, right. That, you know the what I mean? Came in. The, yeah. the, the drug came in. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into more of what, what your influences, backgrounds are as Latin comedians right here in Canada. We'll be right back with more Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, this is Richard Lett. You're listening. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, this is Alex Wood, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. If you're just tuning in now and you can't tell by that, it is Cinco de Mayo night here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We have a panel of three of Canada's really only Latin comedians, stand-up comics. We have Marita Lopez in studio, Martha Chavez returning with us, and Ricardo Mejias for the first time joining us on the air. Now, can I interject with something? Anytime, every time. We Cinco de Mayo has absolutely nothing to do with us. With our history. He's from Chile, I'm yeah. from Nicaragua, and Marito is from El Salvador, yeah. and Cinco de Mayo is a holiday, a Mexican holiday yeah. Yeah. That, is, that they celebrated when they kicked out, they, they kicked out the French uh, the invading French from Mexico. Mm-hmm. If they had and then they came them, here. 
if they have yes, <laughs> if they haven't kicked them out c'est la manière que je instead of having a Mexican accent but I mean it became like a gringo commemoration mm. of eating tacos and and thinking how nice it is that uh, Mexicans are pick, picking their fruit so <laughs> it just became this mass marketed just yeah. like anything else yeah. like St. Yeah. Patrick's Day yeah, yeah exactly you know well, for you guys, though, we were talking about this a bit before the break. I mean, for you guys, being the, there really are only a handful, as you were talking before, mm -hmm. of, of Latin mm -hmm. stand-up comics in Canada. Not even a handful. Not even a Not handful. Even I a mean, handful. pretty much this panel is just about it, really. <laughs> well, Carol Zoccoli, remember also Carol that, Zoccoli, that yeah. Uh, yeah. Brazil, Brazil, yeah. Brazil is in South America. She's Latina. Yeah. Yeah. Latina. And she's very funny, Carol Zoccoli. She's fantastic, so yeah. Fantastic. So uh, we have the, the Monica Garrido, but she does more, more sketch. And we have Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. Yep. He does yeah. mostly sketch. Yeah. Oh, we have Patrick Hakim. Patrick Hakim. Yeah. Patrick Hakim. Have Latino Ecuadorian. Have Latino, yeah. And we yeah. have Jessica Solomon. Yeah. yeah. Jessica Solomon, her mother is Peruvian. She speaks fluent Spanish. We did a Spanish yeah. show. She just appeared on Jimmy Fallon. So we're yeah. there. They exist, but it's just there's no, like you were saying before, Martha, it's not like in the States where you have such a huge Latin American population no. that people could do these shows and they have their own automatic, their own audience. And also their identities, let's say uh, uh, Patrick and um, and Jessica, for example, they, their identities in their comedy is not... Latin derived like mine. I don't know mm. if you do jokes about being Latino. I, I, I try it as little as possible, you know, because I don't want because there's a lot of ethnicities in Toronto and they do a lot of yeah. ethnic jokes already. So I try to stay uh, far away. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. All three of you have very specifically very different backgrounds. I mean, Moreto coming here from El Salvador and then you growing up in what? Edmonton? Calgary. 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 So I mean, How that's... dare you? Dude. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you, bro? So that's a lot different from coming up like Ricardo coming up in Toronto. Yeah. For you guys is the fact that you are do happen to be a Latin performer. How much, I mean, Martha, of course you talk about it a lot because you talk about your experiences coming here. But no, uh, how much well, does it tap into what you're actually doing on stage? How much does it influence what you're talking about in comedy? To me, uh, well, I, I have lived my life in Canada mostly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't help by being the uh, being other because of the way I look and of the way I talk. Mm -hmm. So people that, uh, people that know me, they know that I am quintessentially more Canadian. Yeah. And I know more Canada's geography even than my own country. I came here when I was uh, 17 years old. But um, in, in my, all my experiences, my love lives, my everything has happened in Canada. But I, the audience, remember that the audience always judges the, when they immediately see you yeah. and hear you. So I, I do a little bit of ethnic material, and especially now because of what was happening in the United States. Mm -hmm. I did want to touch on that, too. I mean, for you guys, because being a, being a stand-up comic, you automatically have that platform. Yeah. You know, you automatically, you have a room full of people, you have a TV camera, whatever it is. So you, do you guys feel any sort of an, a responsibility right now to actually you have to kind of talk about what's going on? I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I do for I, sure. Yeah, 1, I do. Uh, I do for sure. I. I mean, you, it's not all everything that you want to bang in the head people with. Yeah. But you have to raise awareness because I do feel that we are living in very dangerous times in which a president of the United States made us completely the enemy. Yeah. The yeah. other, like, there are people that have lived in the United States and they don't even speak Spanish, yeah. and they are they by the color. of of their skin, they you find all of these people at, at Walmart or whatever insulting them. Yeah. Or if you speak Spanish random at the airport and somebody hears you, go away from my country. Mm. Yeah. 
And it ha it happened to me when I went to do a show in New York. Oh. It happened. Like, I had never been sent to my country in Canada, <laughs> but in there they sent me back to my country. I got, and and I thought, well, yeah, I'm going back tomorrow through Ver Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, it's, uh, I think I, I feel something horrendous. I feel something horrendous happening, like really. I feel like maybe a Jewish person would have felt when the Nazis began. Yeah, it is that same sort of rhetoric. And it's yeah. this, you got this whole population of just average voters standing up and going yeah and just buying into this crap you know mm -hmm. uh, for sure and even up here in canada though it did bleed across the border yeah, there's definitely did i mean that yeah. same climate exists here it's maybe not we don't see it on tv and it's not as blown up as as we see it in the states but it, it exists here for well, sure for sure well i have uh -huh. never had before people coming to tell me um you're, you're latina but i like you yeah, oh, I have like, had. I, I have had. You're a woman, but I like you. I don't like women comics, but I like you. Mm. As if I'm gonna feel better because they tell me that, and I feel worse. But the other day, I had somebody in Edmonton actually <laughs> coming to tell me, you know, you're Latina, but I do like you. Yeah, and the thing is, Latinos yeah. come from every background. I, mm. came, I came from uh, Marito. I don't know you, but I, I I didn't come. How would I say? And I'm gonna sound really snob saying mm. this. But I didn't, the, the conditions of the people asking asylum now, yeah. it's not the same conditions that I asked asylum when I was here, which, oh. which was when my, my student visa expired and my parents were kicked out of Nicaragua, so I couldn't go back to Nicaragua and I couldn't go back to Guatemala. And I, I applied for, for refugee status, but I didn't have the desperation that these poor people yeah. have. Who built their whole life here and now all yeah. of a sudden they're getting kicked out. funny, but we love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, it's Stephanie Herrera on Inside Jokes on 640. We're back. Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are talking to a panel of Latin comics. Here tonight, we have Marito Lopez, Martha Chavez, Ricardo Mejias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are talking before, we were talking to Martha about just sort of coming to Canada and, and background in Nicaragua and what that was like stepping up on stage in Canada for the first time. And the climate of right now, the climate of sort of bigotry that, of course, has taken over in the States. Uh, and it does exist in Canada, too. I mean, Marito, I want to get into, like, for you, what was that like? You come, you're growing up, Calgary's a very blue-collar white sort of working class place compared 1, to Toronto, you yeah. know? So for you, what was that? Did you experience that stuff growing up? Did that influence what you would end up doing on stage? Well, first of all, I just want to say shout out to El Salvador. Shout out to all of Central America. Shout out to every Latino in the world. Shout out to Cardi B. <laughs> shout out to Jennifer Lopez. Shout out to Latino queens and kings. Let's go. <laughs> That's what we're doing. But yo, listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I came in 1991. I was born during an earthquake. I was born during the Civil War. And then we moved out here. And um, I was one of the first Latino... Uh, my family was one of the first Latino families in Calgary. So yeah. it was crazy. Wow. Because you're different. They let you know that you were different too. Right? And I, and I grew up with so many white kids at first that I thought I was white. Until like yeah. later you start growing up and then you start realizing that you ain't. When people start treating you differently or they start talking down to you. Or whatever, whatever, like start discriminating against you. So it was tough. It was tough for sure. And I'll be honest with you, like when I'm growing up, I didn't like being Latino. I sort of try getting away from it. But then now that I'm getting older and now like as Martha was saying with the stuff going on in the States. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I 
uh, I sort of feel like it's a waste of my parents' like sacrifices moving up here if I don't represent. Yeah, um, for sure. For my culture and for yeah. like you know, like you know, just a, like having a Latin voice. And straight up, it really is only a, a handful of comedians that are up here uh, that get a chance to like um, ha- have a platform. And you know what, man? And, and I will say this about Latino comedians in Canada is that like we really don't even complain. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we go out and we do our thing. Yeah. Martha's like, Martha's one of my personal heroes in yeah. in stand up. Like, thank you, honey. Straight oh, up, like, here. straight up, like, because yeah. she she's like opened doors for a lot of us. She's opened doors for me personally, mm-hmm. in the sense of like, you should stay here, Poppy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Child, should, I call him my dad, yeah. and I play his mother on a sketch. She. I play yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yes, I grew up in comedy with no safe rooms. Yeah, uh, doing yeah. the roads in places where they had never seen uh, or heard somebody like me, like in Fairview, Alberta. If you're listening, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it was that <laughs> but I, like you know, like uh, doing the road with the Akiaks of white comics, and uh, I never complained. I never, if if there if they were racist, I didn't notice or I put blinders yeah. in my in my eyes because all I wanted was to be a good Canadian comic well, and, which and that, is something that you don't achieve ever because in your eyes you're never good you're always trying to be better at well, least in my eyes and and that's the thing too like that's a great point like Ricardo coming up in Toronto when you're yeah. in Toronto it's like yeah every con there's people from every background oh, and yeah. there's nowadays especially like there's shows tailored to every ethnic background and every but as soon as you leave that hub when you go out into like rural Canada yeah. and you go out on the road and you're doing these gigs touring around you're going to small towns where they've never they've never met somebody who's just not a white person from Saskatchewan, you know? Yeah. So, like, stepping up on stage and making them relate to the stuff you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. I think I already said it in your show that every act of communication is an act of translation, not from your words, not from language to another language, but from experience to their experience. Yeah. How do you build the bridge with these completely unknown people. I always took it away. I never thought, oh, those bunch of hillbillies are not going to get me. (laughs) No, I always took it. No, no, I let's see how I communicate with these people. Do you guys see that as a strength, though? Because, I mean, on one hand, you're not just one of 10,000 other just, like, white dude comics. You get to actually be in a place and be a unique voice. But but that's the thing, though, right? Like, it's like, um, at first, uh, like like you were saying, like, I used to get so mad when I would bomb in these small towns. Yeah. Right? But the the reason why I wasn't, like, uh, killing in these small towns is because, like, I kept telling myself that they weren't going to like me. You know what Before I mean? Before you even get there. Yeah. yeah. But then eventually, like like we were saying, like, man, when when you're, a, like, an ethnic comedian, not just Latino, like, you got to like you gotta work, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I learned from, like, my older, like, I guess my OGs not to complain. Yeah. Just keep working. And now when I'm in small towns, I, like... I kill, and it's yeah. not because, and it's not because like, um, I, I don't know. I just, I just learned how to like believe in myself and just re- like you were saying, relate my story to theirs. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's it all what connects. it is. Yeah. Is the connection, yeah. the, 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 and, and with any crowd. And the thing is that we as ethnic comedians, I don't know about you, but I hear all the time. I hear this all the time that how lucky we are because all the breaks are being given to ethnic comics or to ethnic actors, and they just don't know yeah. the, the yeah. mountain that I have to climb. They don't know yeah. the talent yeah. that I have, and that when I go to an audition, it will be with an apron. 
Yeah, yeah, because that's right. I, that's what they yeah. want to put me. And I have <laughs> maybe a better talent than, than. I mean, I'm not saying that I have it, but I could. It could be that I have more qualified to play this role. But just because I'm not white oh. uh, and I don't speak completely without an accent, uh, I don't get it. So yeah, don't you get tell those stereotypes. Me, yeah. Don't tell me that you white person are struggling. We are all struggling in this. But we it's not that we get more attention because we are ethnic. It's that now we are included and before we were not. Exactly. Yeah. And all this just started like five minutes ago anyways. Yeah. You know, yeah. this sure. brand new. Uh, I want to get back to more of that when we come back from break. We'll be right back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Rodrigo fernandez Stoll, star of the North by Northeast Music Festival, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can have it all at Hakeem Optical. If you didn't know that, it's true. We have a panel of Latin comics in studio with us tonight. We have Ricardo Mejias. We have Martha Chavez joining us again, old friend of the show. And, of course, Marito Lopez in studio with us. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about sort of, I guess it's a double-edged coin in a way, right? Being mm-hmm. being a Latin comic in Canada because there's so few people doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's unfamiliar to, to audiences when you leave the big cities. So it's like you get to go out there and do something unique and be this original voice. Mm-hmm. But you also have to sort of blaze your own trail. I mean, Martha's been doing that for 20, 25 years when yeah. there's nobody else doing it. Ricardo, yeah. so we were talking to Marito about the, what that was like coming to Canada, mm-hmm. coming up in Calgary when you're in a place where it's very white collar, mm-hmm. you know, sort of rural Canadian kids. <laughs> yeah. For you, coming up in Toronto, I mean, you're in a unique place where all any audience you could go up in front of and any comics you're coming up with, most people have sort of a different back- background that they're bringing to the table. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, for me, I didn't really see much of a difference from from myself because I was I was able to work with a whole bunch of like wonderful people. Yeah, like from all different uh, ethnicities, like Indian, Pakistani, and Filipino, and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't see much of a difference until I went to like a like a small town. Right, because they're like, oh, I'm here expecting to see Gabriel Iglesias, basically, you know, because <laughs> yeah, because because how I look like, right, or like they're expecting to see George Lopez. They're just like they're looking to see someone they can relate to, uh, so they they know like, oh, I can laugh at these jokes, you know, basically, like, like they like there's not gonna be I like I don't do a lot of like Spanish humor, like or ethnic humor, so I like to like. Just choke about myself because I know that's relatable to like a lot of people. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, for me, I I grew up. Uh, I, I saw Martha on TV when I was younger too. But like, uh, <laughs> I saw like I, I I used to grow up watching a, a lot of comedy. Like I'd watch Tom Rickles, Bill Cosby, and all those guys. But I'd also watch like the Mexican comics, like like I said, George Lopez, Paul Rodriguez, Cheech Marin, right? And then it was like Freddie Soto, who didn't get much love. Well, sadly, because he passed away. But then you had like Carlos Mencina, and he, Mencia. yeah, Mencia. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, well, he's. He, I, <laughs> I, I, I was I was a big fan of his when he when he was on on the show, uh, not because he uh, he was uh, like he was doing anything bad. I just didn't feel like uh, I just I didn't feel like he was real. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. I, You know, I just didn't feel like he was like being himself. Uh, no, the, the problem. Uh, no, never mind. I don't yeah. want to say anything. What, with, Carlos? <laughs> with Carlos, you know the problem is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we're not here to to these people, uh, to insult people. You know. Yeah, people could Google that. Yeah, it's all over. Well, it's interesting too, though. I mean, talking about how you go to these mm. places outside of outside of Toronto or outside mm. of Montreal, outside of the big cities, and you you are dealing with crowds that 
they've you, to them you are literally completely foreign they've never seen mm-hmm. so they just put you in there you're some stereotype automatically yeah. but it's interesting because all three of you also have a completely different energy on stage i mean marito talking about how you'd go to these places and you'd before you even get up there you're kind of like they're not going to like me or they're going to mm-hmm. think of me a certain way it's interesting i've watched you the last few years especially you don't even give an audience a chance to even do that and form that opinion because when you go up on stage you just grab them by the throat yeah it's like you're this energy throws at them from the first syllable out of your mouth and you just don't let go and don't stop shaking them until it's over yeah there's no room for anybody to hate you even you just take them on that ride i assault them you assault them but it were and people sit there and they're just like okay this is happening to us now but then they love it they're like it's but a some, ride. But know? sometimes they get scared, though. And then <laughs> yeah. I, I got to calm them down. I'm like, yo, I'm cool. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. then I get back into it. Because sometimes yeah. I got to chill all my energy. But it is dope, though. Like, it's a cool, like, uh, talent to have. I'm always grateful. It is. Like, you go up with that electricity and just grab them. For Martha, it's a bit different because you were, when you started out, yeah, you were out there by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I always grab them anyway. You always yeah. grab them anyway. And yes, for you, it's... Like, it's almost like you've been telling us one long story this entire time, you know? Yeah. But it's changed because when you were out there, you were the only one doing this. It changed. You know? When I began in Montreal, well, this, this was an advice of, uh, from Andy, actually, the CEO of Just for Love. Mm-hmm. He said they, they, uh, the audience judge you in the first 30 seconds they see you. Right. You, sound di- you look different, and then when you talk, you sound different. They are interested to know about you, about your story. So my first five minutes were about that. I have an accent, blah, 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 blah. And I, I always spoke with, about having an accent until Gloria, Sofia Vergara came along. Until right. she oh, came yeah. along because yeah. people, even though we, I don't, we don't share the accent, they have heard an accent on mm-hmm. TV. And now there are a lot of, of uh, Canadian stand-up comedians that come from elsewhere, and they all there is Africans with an accent, yeah. there is Brazilian with mm-hmm. an accent, there is a so so now we are kind of allowed to sound different. Mm-hmm. I am in a play now, and uh, yeah. and I, and I have my accent, and I can be in the play. That's amazing. You know, you know yeah. like uh, it is now. I think that people are waking to the fact, waking up to the fact that that people, ordinary people in the world, that live in a multicultural city, have accents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there is no no, no standard. Uh, no. And as long as you learn to enunciate yeah. and people know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that is the different thing about, and we'll come back to this more after the break, but I think that is the different thing in Canada compared to the States. In the States, it's like you assimilate, you become American, that's it. Mm-hmm. In Canada, it's kind of like everybody brings their own flavor to the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Being Canadian means you're from a million different places and you keep that with you. Uh, I want to get back into like what's more of this play that you're doing now too, Martha. We'll come back to that after the break. Okay, yeah. thank you. Right, right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Nick Reynoldson and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, there we go. It is Pitbull Sunday here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
If you're just tuning in, what are you doing, man? We're almost at the end of the show. Yeah. We have a panel of Latin heat tonight yeah. happening, right? Latino heat. Latino heat. Okay, that voice, of course, you're hearing is Martha Chavez, old friend. You opened for Gloria Estefan. Yeah, in 1997, when I had been just doing comedy for two years. Oh, my God. Wow. It was scary, but because I was at the Air Canada Center, because I was the, they wanted a Latin comedian, and I was the only Latin comedian yeah. doing it. And they tell me, uh, even in May, where the agents at the at that point, they accompanied me. They, and it was, I was terrified. But when I got there, Emilio Stefan was so nice to me. Yeah. I, he, he says, there in that video, he says, this is Marta Chavez, the best comedian, like Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice to me. And I had to do 20 minutes. Wow. In, in the opener at, at the Eric Canada Center. And then I said, when I saw all the Cubans flags, yeah, you oh. know, I said I gotta pretend that Gloria brought me with her, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I said. Viva was it Cuba. terrifying that early on in your career? It was terrifying because I have read that when you open for a band, you never a comedian never does well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But but it was Gloria Stefan, so it went well. It went really well. My, the twenty minutes I have them there. <laughs> my mom would love that. She I loves said, Gloria. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and Gloria and Emilio were so nice, very down to earth. But I want to talk about the play yeah, I'm so doing. I want to plug it. What is this? What's this play you're doing right it's now? That, Give us a bit of background. The play is called Bella Donna. It will play from. I mean, it will pay. It will play from May 16 to June 1st at the Terragons Extra Space. And it is about the Borgia family. I oh, don't know. yeah, yeah. And I played a nun who was very Catholic. You know, she was a nun, but then she realized that she could never be the Pope. And then she drifted. And I'm not going to say what is the talent of the nun. Yeah. But it is very interesting. I invite you all to come to the play. Yeah. Uh, from May 16 to June the 1st in the Terragon Extra Space. Uh, buy your tickets. You will, you will see me dressed like a nun, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's very funny. <laughs> well, that, is it? Is there like darkly funny? Because the Borges is a pretty dark. They had that Showtime series a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's, really it's a dark, uh, dark comedy. Dark it's comedy. A, it's, you know the Borges. The, the Pope had children. Yeah, and I am I am kind of the ally. He of was Lucrezia the Pope, but he was like he was like a gangster too in a way. Yeah, like, they were. And this is exactly. But we did it. In, uh, I mean, the director, Anita La Selva, award-winning director, she decided to do it in modern dress. Yeah. The Borges as if of the Sopranos. You know, like, uh, it's very interesting. But the Borges were actually from a Spanish descent, and they uh, stormed Italy. It's a very interesting story. Just come see it. If you want to see me as a cursing nun with a special talent that I cannot tell you what it is, <laughs> come and see it. You know, I think they could... Take over the world. I think Latin people could take over the world. I know Marito agrees they with this. They already are. Right? You've are, been man. telling me for years that the white man's time is coming to an end. Latinos <laughs> are the future. And it's... <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. It's yeah. fine. We had yeah. our time in the sun. But uh, no, I don't you know? think so. You know, in the, in the sense that Latinos are not even united among ourselves. Well, the interesting you know what, thing though, is... Could I be honest with you? Yeah. Like, uh, I have been noticing that Latinos, like, uh, before, there used to be like a huge... When you, I would get offended if somebody called me Mexican. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? right. Or I would get offended if somebody called me, maybe even like Guatemalan, because I grew up with a lot of Guatemaltecos. Oh. But now it's like, no, nah, man, we're the like, we're the same. There's yeah. this unity, and there is, there is, like, I agree, there is like a lot of like division in Latin America, mm -hmm. which is so whack. Yeah, because like we're all we have a, this beautiful like culture that's different. We have different foods, but at the end of the day, we all come from that like. 
dope continent. Yeah. You know what I mean? That dope culture. Well, I mean. That dope, like, energy. Uh, look heartbreaking. at the president of Brazil, a total mm. neo-Nazi. Well, and, I mean, like, uh, two-thirds of the Western Hemisphere is Latin countries. Exactly. I mean, you know, like. But in Brazil, they don't speak Spanish. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I think they were hit by a soccer ball too often. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they speak Portuguese, which is like a, like. Spanish, yeah. if I can say that. No, 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 I'm kidding. Portuguese is ba Portuguese is baby Spanish. They just love that Portuguese chicken. That's all. You know, that's from all. Brazil. It is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, why do you think? I mean, especially now, we're talking a lot in stand up about how even even if you're based here in Canada, everything's about just kind of having more of a global audience because everything you do goes online. People like yeah. it matters less and less where yeah. you're sort of living and working out of. For you guys, do you see that happening as sort of maybe there could be this explosion in Latin comedy and, and Latin audiences watching stuff? Because, I mean, imagine, like, you have such a huge potential mm. audience base there. Yeah, but yeah. We do have that weird thing that happens mm. in Canada, too. It's like, okay, nobody's doing this yet, so I'm going to do this, but yeah. I'm going to be the only one who can do this. Yeah. Mm. You know, we have that weird, like, people are trying to cut out their own turf. Yeah. Uh, we're going to come back with more of that right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Nailed it. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here in studio, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We got Marita Lopez, Martha Chavez, Ricardo Maez. Uh, well, and we have Enrique Iglesias playing too. Enrique, yeah, he's hot, man. Enrique's still hot. That's how I'm gonna oh, say. Oh yeah, Enrique's still hot. Right, so Julio. I, and he took away. Remember the? Oh yeah, but Julio, Julio is like a, like like they they put him in the microwave. Oh, were you gonna you say? Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His skin, <laughs> the leather his skin, is leathery, yeah. and he's he was so jealous of his own son. Yeah. When they offered the Grammy to Enrique for, you can be my, I can be your hero. <laughs> he should be. His son's a smoke show, you know? Yeah. And he married that tennis player. As soon as he got rid of that bowl. Yeah, he got rid of them all. You know what? That was one of those couples, him and the, what's her name? Uh, Anna Kornikova. That's yeah. one of those yeah, couples yeah. where it's like, why don't you guys make a sex tape? I don't want to see this yeah. other, you know. Yeah, you know who has I don't care a, about the Kardashians. I want to see Hulk Hogan sex tape, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest sex tape of all time. You know who's very hot now? Maluma. Oh, yeah. the guy, that guy who's singing with Madonna. Yeah, he's oh, the yeah, Colombian okay. guy. Yeah, yeah. Maluma. Yeah. yeah. Maluma baby. Maluma baby. That's what he always says. They always say baby after the. Yeah, after, yeah. After you know? him, yeah. like his own name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call myself Marta baby. Yeah. Same Marta way. baby. Yeah. Marita, have you ever have you ever done stand up in in Spanish before? No, I no. haven't. I'll be honest with you, man. Like my Spanish is uh is pretty rough. Like I speak with my mom and my dad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the like same with way. my brother and my sister. And I, I'll like straight up, like I can hold my own. I can speak. Like, yeah, yeah. I can speak pretty good. I can understand it. But like when I'm near like Martha, <laughs> and she's like killing it with the rolling the R's yeah, yeah. and the. I get embarrassed. Sorry, I live me to swear, right? But, <laughs> yeah, but like I get embarrassed. Back. I feel like uh, she definitely has a, a bigger D in Spanish. Mm -hmm. and bigger D. Is well, Martha, that's the, the interesting. Like you were talking earlier in the show about how obviously people just view people look at you like you just got here five minutes ago, but you're actually one of the sort of longest running Canadian veteran headliners. I won, yeah. I won you know? Canadian Comedy Award last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and that's but the that's thing, the so, thing about Martha mm -hmm. is that like not only is she like a like a Latina queen, yeah. but she's like Canadian. 
Like for sure. Well, you yeah, know what I mean, like you've been there. around since the since the days I, I, of Canadian stand when there's I, very no, few no, headliners. No, 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 I've been around since since '94. Yeah. Mm. So I started only touring five years after, and I owe my um, getting into Yakiaks and my getting into touring to Kenny Robinson. Yeah. Because yeah. I did his show in Montreal. I did, I did the Nubia, the Nubian Disciples of Prior in Montreal, and then he invited me to Toronto, and then Breslin was in the crowd, and he told me immediately if I wanted to be in the company, and uh, and then I, sta- I started touring five years after I started uh, amateur. It wasn't like now that you, that anybody just say I'm a headliner, and because they can do a poster, yeah, and they exactly. Can do it in a, mm-hmm. They immediately announce now you had to work your way up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and that's Toronto's, another thing too. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but like it's not even just like Latinos helping Latinos. It's like. Uh, like ethnic people helping yes. each other because Kenny, yeah. Kenny, like also big me up, you know. Like yeah. when I first did Nubian Night and and like did that show, I was like, wow, this is like what it's like to be a comic That's... in Canada because I was just used to like Tim Hortons in Tim Hortons jokes in Calgary, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. But then I moved here and I'm like, oh man, no, nah, there's so much culture in our country. Yeah. And that, that plat- Nubian Night specifically has been such a huge platform for so many comics over the decade. Like, tw- oh, yeah. they're almost 25 years now. Yeah. And a lot of people have kind of cut I, their teeth. I am on that. trying to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I know that they are signaling you that this is almost over. Yeah, it is. I am <laughs> trying to demand a prize and an award in the name of Kenny while he's he's alive because yeah. usually totally. they always yeah, name the awards after people died and they don't know how appreciated people they are mm-hmm. and i want people to ha- to recognize him yeah. as this incredible force in comedy in general this nurturer and he never claimed a title. I am uh, the father of Canadian comedy. No, but that's what he is. He's, he's the godfather. He's the godfather. Right? I baptize him, I think, of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The godfather of Canadian comedy. 100%. Yeah. There should be a godfather award for Kenny godfather Robinson. godfather for Kenny. Yeah. I will support that here on the show. Yeah. Uh, guys, this uh, this panel went by way too fast today. Oh. Yes. It just flew by way too fast. I want to go around and see what what people have coming up. Marito, where's, where can we check you out coming up, man? Um, uh, Marito Lopez, you can check me out on my Instagram at no champagne poppy. I'm going to be in Calgary, May 19th to the 29th for the Calgary Comedy Festival. Nice. Also, 5 for 5 comedy every Tuesday with my main man, Jared Campbell. He's German, but he's a Latino at heart. Just kidding. <laughs> super white. But come check out our show. Beautiful. And Martha, of course, you have this new play coming up at the Tarragon. Yes, and then I am uh, on Friday, I'm taping my fourth gala oh, in, the, in the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Mm. And I'm very excited about that. And then in June, I have uh, I'm at the Comedy Bar on the on the 24th, and I am uh, I'm in a lot of places. Just check me www.marthachavez.com, and my comedy page is comedian Martha Chavez, and I am more there than at my website. Yeah, check that out. <laughs> Grab some dates, and of course, Ricardo, where can people oh, check out? Some I'm, of your I'm stuff, all man. over the place in Toronto, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm oh, this is gonna be coming up after, but I'll be like crickets this weekend. Anyways, who cares about that? Uh, <laughs> my uh, hometown. Uh, yeah, my hometown. No, I'll be, uh, I'll be, at, uh, I'll be everywhere. Uh, just check me out on Instagram at Ricardo Comedian on Facebook at Muy Caliente Comedy. I usually do events. I usually try to put as much uh, shows as possible, and I'm at Deb's Comedy Den uh, here and there. You know, beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yo, let me say one more thing. Yeah, I gotta give it. a special shout out to Maria Esperanza Lopez and Mario Lopez Moran. Yeah. My parents. If I didn't say that, they'd snap. <laughs> That's right. Can I yeah. that too? They would uh, snap. They're like, Maria, how are you gonna Maria go up Maria there Maria. in a room full of white people? And not say 
What's up to us? I, I want to <laughs> give a I want to give a shout out to my partner Linda Bradby yeah. and to my parents in heaven. Beautiful. Well, maybe not. Yes, for sure. <laughs> shout out to all around. Uh, shout out to my parents, my family, everyone, and uh, shout out to my boss for letting me take out work off today. Yeah, or me me too. Worst, worst yeah. restaurants, best sausages in town. Yeah. There we go. Go out, support live comedy, support Canadian comedy, and support these Latin comics. And we're going to probably have a huge is. show, the uh, Dean. We will have a huge show of yeah. Latin comedians, and with a boys band in which Monica Garrido is. Marito, uh, I don't know if you want to yeah, do it. I'll Ricardo. do it, yeah. Uh, we are pitching it to a big event. Beautiful. And we need Latin Latin fans. Hey, Latinos, por favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Balada. Now for this week's comedy listings. Don't miss Martha Chavez live on stage at the Tarragon Theatre. And of course, you could hit up MarthaChavez.com for her upcoming stand-up shows and dates. And check out ComedyBar.ca for upcoming listings there. And of course, Marito Lopez's own 5 for 5 comedy every Tuesday right here in Toronto. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Ricardo Mejias. I, I, I try to be a cool uncle to my, uh, my niece. I have a niece, right? And I try to be a cool uncle. I went up to her and I'm like, hey, Isabella, do you want to build a snowman? Right? <laughs> like I sang it like Frozen, do you want to build a snowman? Right? And she told me, go f*** 